You are now listening to Mizzo in the Mix. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to another Mizzo in the Mix. Yes, I am recording this. It's funny. I'm recording this. It's like the middle of the night. And I just had some things on my mind as I was trying to relax to go to sleep. So, you know, hey, when it when the moment hits you, you have got to give it all you got, you know. So if you hear some noise in the background, please excuse it. It is my children up late. Um, They're supposed to be asleep. It's about an hour past the time that I told them to go to sleep. But anywho. That's another story. <laughs> I hope you all are doing well. Remember to drop your emotions, your baggage at the door and just take a listen. You might need to listen to this one or two, three times. Doesn't matter. Listen to it as many times as you need. And if you're driving, make sure you keep both hands on the wheel. If you're new, welcome. I hope you stick around. I do cuss. So uh, if you don't like it, mm, there are other great podcasts out there just for you. All right, guys, let's jump on into this. Today, I just want to discuss being in your emotions and dealing with your emotions on a day-to-day basis, not the emotions of of the mask wearer, okay, but the emotions of your true emotions, your inner, deepest, dark emotions, Dealing with them, bringing them, bringing them to the forefront. Most of us, we often don't take enough time to deal with our ugly emotions. We're basically covering it up for work. We're covering it up for our family. We're trying not to show our kids we ache. We're trying to be strong for those that depend on us when we are not even strong enough for ourselves. We live in this Uh, world where, sorry if you heard that whistle, (laughs) we live in this world where people constantly, constantly wear this mask of fictitious feelings. Now, look, call it what you want. You can say they're fake. You can say, you know, they're not living their true life. They are living their true life. They're just not living out their true emotional life. Thank God for some of it. Some people are out of control with their emotions. They're always sharing them, meaning it's spilling out (laughs) into the streets type deal. But for those of us who cover up our emotions to uh, help others and make others feel at ease, and we always look like we got it together or we're level headed Listen, I'm trying to tell you, it is okay to scream. Let it out. Let it out. You have to learn to deal with your dark emotions. Keeping your emotions bundled up and uh, not dealing with them will cause catastrophic events later on. And it'll be minor things that start to pop up. It might be you snapping at a friend or a coworker. It may be you... um, just becoming forgetful, memory loss. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. I'm just a person who lives a life and who pays attention to a lot of the shit that most people don't. Okay. And I'm speaking to you from experience. 
I'm up late at night right now because an emotion was triggered in me and it was something that I just hadn't thought about. Maybe I've thought about it from time to time, but I've pushed it so deep down inside. I could feel feel tears welling up inside of me just talking about it. So when you have that and you have something so deep down and dark like that, it's something that you need to bring to the forefront and deal with. Maybe you need to get counseling. It's okay to talk to a counselor. Don't ever let anyone tell you, oh, you know, what goes on in this house stays in this house or you're crazy because you want to talk to a therapist or a psychiatrist. You do what the hell you need to do for your damn self, because at the end of the day, you have to live with yourself. Be honest and be true to yourself. Does talking to someone, the therapist or psychiatrist or counselor make you crazy? Fuck no, it doesn't make you crazy. It makes the person who believes that talking to someone about how they feel and their emotions is crazy. It makes those people who think that shit is crazy are some real, truly fucked up individuals. They have a lot of baggage and a lot of bullshit that they don't even want to face and they will never face it. They may, I, I can say, I can't say they will never, they may never face it. I refuse to take this shit to, with me to the grave. I talk about it now. I let things out. I express my emotions before it becomes a, a, a wildfire within me. I know what it's like to suppress so many emotions that at one time, at, at one time, everything blows up, not in my face, but in, in the faces of the individuals around me. And it makes them draw back. It makes them not want to associate with me. And that's not something that I want. And the worst thing is it happened to my children. People would, you know, do things to me and I just push it down and try to smile and keep going and and act like it doesn't affect me people meaning family members friends um enemies whomever you know all those things i never confronted issues i never confronted those issues those emotions and in not confronting them and just packing them down imagine you have a small garbage can okay And you just keep putting garbage in it and it wants to overflow. But what do you do? What what do we usually do? We press the stuff down. We go in with our body weight and we constantly press the garbage down just so we can add a little bit more, just so we can add a little bit more. And we constantly add and we push or we, you know, we tear up papers. We fill it up so much that it's bursting at the seams when we want to take the garbage bag out. And then what happens? You put a hole in the bag and you put a hole in the bag and then the garbage that's in there that you press down. Now that's coming out and don't let you look, don't let you have put, (laughs) I hope you didn't put any liquid in there somewhere because then that's going to leak out. So you have all these other problems in situations that are caused because you kept pressing all of that trash in there instead of when it was just, it felt like it was full. You didn't deal with it. If you would have dealt with it, you wouldn't have the mess on the floor. You wouldn't have a torn garbage bag. Now you have to use two garbage bags because the rip is becoming massive. So imagine 
That's your emotions. That's you. You are the trash can. Your your emotions, okay, are the is the garbage. It's the trash being just put in, put in you, put in you, and you're not dealing with it. All you're doing is just pressing it down. When you go to take the bag out and you like, I can't deal with this anymore. It's starting to ache. You got stomach aches. Your knees hurt. Your head. You have headaches. All these things are going on. You can't, you seem to can't find the right shoe or sock. Something like that will throw everything off and make a hole in the bag. And your emotions come pouring out. And everyone around you will look at you like your ass is crazy. Like what happened to you? Why didn't you tell me this? Now you want to tell me? It's been 10 years since that incident happened. You've been walking around with something for 10 years. Some of you have been walking around. I have to breathe. (laughs) Some of you have been walking around with baggage, emotional baggage, since you were kids. I know I was one of them. Some of you have been walking around with really heavy bags and the person, whoever did whatever they did to you, or if they even know if they did it to you, they're living their life. They probably not even thinking about that situation. Hell, they may not even remember that situation. Shit, they may not even be on this planet anymore. They may not even be here, but you're still carrying around baggage Baggage that's stopping you from living your best life. Baggage that's stopping you from knowing who you are. Baggage, the emotional baggage that's keeping you from achieving the shit that you want to achieve. Why? Because when I was four, this is me. When Not when I was four. Let's not, when I was in fourth grade. Let's go there. Because I don't remember when I was four. I remember an incident when I was three, but not four. However, back to the story (laughs) in fourth grade, your parents told you that, you know, you're underachiever. Basically, you'll never amount to anything. I'm I'm just adding ad living onto that, guys. Okay, but if, if that's your scenario or your grandmother told you you'll never be anything or she called you ugly, whatever, it whatever the case may be. Somebody did something to you. When you were a child, as far as not believing in in you, never showing up to a baseball game or a softball game, never coming to your graduations, never acknowledging your birthday. And you walked around hurt. It was it was okay to do that as a child. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey guys, listen, thanks for listening to Ms. O in the Mix. We would love to hear from you. Email us at mzonthemix at gmail.com. Follow us over on Ms. underscore originator over at Instagram. And if you would like to donate to the show and get a shout out on our next episode, go ahead and go over and click on the coin and donate. And we will see you soon. But as you got older, you were supposed to go back and heal that child. Now, you can't go back in time. 
but you can reconcile with it as an adult. But it comes with learning and being able to share your emotions and get help. We can't help the way we were raised, but we can help the way we're going to continue to raise ourselves. Remember, your guardian has what? 18 years with you usually. Whoever the guardian may be, whether you're in foster home, whether you go from house to house, whether you have both your parents, a single parent, it doesn't matter. Whoever is raising you for those 18 years leaves an impression upon you and a lot of emotional baggage that comes from their childhood that they never dealt with. Most of us don't understand when we turn 18, we have a choice. We have a choice to cut loose the emotional baggage and start living our own lives. Not for our parents, not for our guardians, but for ourselves. That's one thing that I tell my children. Hey, you're 18. The world is different. No You're not really an adult adult. You're still a kid. You're still, you know, you're a young adult. You may be legal to do some things, but life is hard. You'll be a kid for the rest of your life as long as I'm alive. And every day is a learning experience. But I don't run your life anymore. I didn't really run your life as you as a child. I'm just here to guide you. I don't make the decisions for you anymore. You have to decide when you go to bed. You need to decide what job you're going to take. You need to decide what colors you're going to wear, what food you're going to eat. How are you going to get from point A to point B? I gave you tools. Now it's time for you to put those tools to use. As far as emotional baggage, When it comes to feelings and emotions, it's best to be honest. And I'm not trying to tell you how to raise your children or whoever you are raising. What I'm trying to tell you is, is to treat them like people. Help them to deal with the baggage that you put on them. They have stress too. start there. That is how I begin to heal. For those who really want to know, if you have children or people you're raising, you start there and you work your way up to yourself, helping them heal in their young adult lifespan will start to help you heal your young, your younger self. It's the best thing I ever did. I'm not a psychologist, psychiatrist, counselor, doctor. I can tell you that again and again. (laughs) I'm just a person who's living a life, who's gone through this, and the system worked for me. Will it work for you? I don't know, but it doesn't hurt to try. I've cried with my children. I've laughed, and I told them over and over again, I can't believe I'm someone's mother. They gave me the keys to be someone's mother. (laughs) But you get the gist of what I'm saying. 
even if you don't have children, you still need to think back, go back. If you meditate, meditate on your younger self, have that conversation, envision your younger self. You have a picture of your younger self. Look at your younger self. Talk to that young person. Let them know that you're there for them. Let them know that things do get better. Heal your heart. Heal your heart. Because you can only take on but so much. And I know we have partners and our partners give us stress. We give our partners stress. But you still have to remember you're you're two individual people. Okay, and you still need your you time. Sometimes breaking away from your partner. Now, I'm not saying, oh, let's have a break from a relationship. That, that's your business. That's what you want to do. That's your business. However, for me, <laughs> you know, um, doing things on your own, having that sense of freedom st- to still be yourself is very important. You know, couple counseling is good, but get some one-on-one help first. Sometimes it's not the other person. Sometimes it's you. And that might be a tough pill to swallow for those listening. Most people who listen to me probably like, what the hell are you talking about? You know, good and damn well, you are the toxic individual. You may not want to admit it to your damn self, but you're toxic. I know I'm toxic. Well, I used to be. I'm going to say I used to be toxic because I'm willing to not deny it. And I dealt with it and I constantly deal with it. But I do my part to heal me before I try to heal someone else. And that's what you need to do. You have to heal. You have to learn to deal with the bad emotions. Scream it out. Don't try to be the martyr, the hero. I don't know. I think I'm saying that right. It's late and I'm tired. Don't try to always be the hero with the theme song. Be the person filling in and standing in the back sometimes. Observe and watch. Listen. Speak less. Hear yourself. We don't listen and we don't hear ourselves. Stop jumping to conclusions. You stay, you, you keep dating the same sorry ass people. Well, let me tell you, you're attracting those sorry ass people because there's a reflection of you in those sorry ass people. Find what the sorry ass part is that connects you and deal with that. Look at the people around you. How are they affecting you emotionally? Do they affect you emotionally? How about have you turned off your emotions? Or you think you have? Because if you think you turned off your emotions, you're like, I don't feel anything. Blah, 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 blah. That just means your damn trash can has <laughs> has exceeded capacity and 
your ass going to need about three or four garbage bags once you pull that garbage bag out. Wake up, deal with your shit, and don't waste anyone else's time with your abandoned emotional baggage that you're refusing, refusing to deal with. You guys know I give tough love. I didn't really give notes and pointers this time around because it's the middle of the freaking night and I have to get up soon. And plus I turned my fan off and it's hot as hell in here. But I wanted to talk about that because it it struck a chord with me today. And I want people to take care of themselves. You all, you know, you always hope that someone takes care of themselves and you want to wish them well. But sometimes you need to talk to them a little rough so they understand that you really care. Now, I may not know you. You may not know me personally, but understand that I do care. I do give a shit. If I didn't, I wouldn't be up recording this. And just as someone talked to me today and let me know that they, you know, they have uh, gotten something out of my, out of this podcast, which is really nice to hear. I get a lot of the, out of this podcast. It helps me to stay present with my emotional self and to document my journey. Life is a journey. It's an emotional roller coaster at that. And learning how to deal with your emotions is going to be an ongoing battle, but it's something worth it. Because when I close my eyes, not just for tonight, but forever, I want to know that I've, I'm happy. I'm happy because I've dealt with my crap. I didn't leave scorned children to hopefully I didn't leave scorned children. <laughs> um, but I, I can't control their emotional baggage. I've tried to fix it along the way. But I know that when I check out, there'll be a smile on my face because one, I'm doing all the things that I want to do. Two, I've dealt with my emotional baggage. All right, guys, I've talked enough and, uh, you know, I got things to do. So you know how to support me. Go check me out. Ms. Originator. I think it's MZ underscore Originator. Whatever. You can listen to the outro. (laughs) I'm hot as hell. I got to get my ass up in a couple hours. You need to go deal with your emotional baggage. Cry that shit out. I'm not going to say drink. Go have some water or whatever you're going to go do. (laughs) But cry it out. Scream in the pillow. And take some time for yourself. Pat yourself on the back. You've survived. You're still here. And you've been granted another day to deal with it. So start dealing with it. All right, guys. Peace, love, hair grease. 
I will talk to you later because now I'm really hot and I'm really sweating and I'm, I'm sleepy. It's like, no. <laughs> All right, guys. Love you. Later. Thanks for tuning in to Ms. O in the Mix. Connect with me over at Instagram, mz underscore originator. Email me at mzoriginator at gmail.com. You can support my online store at Dawn Cherie, S-H-E-R-I-E dot com. And don't forget, I made a Patreon for us. So go ahead on over to Patreon. I just started it and uh, subscribe. <laughs>